Welcome to the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay. This is your positive path for spiritual living. I'm laughing a little because I just remember when I first came to Unity and I would write affirmations down on a piece of paper and I had one that said, let go, let God. In this moment, I'd rather just have Kenzie and Ray and our music ministry on replay on my CD, right? <laughs> Thank you for that. Beautiful. So um, before we continue, we'd love to just take a time to recognize those that are here for the first or second time. If this is your first or second time at Unity on the Bay, would you just raise your hand so we can welcome you? Wow, quite a few of you. Look at this. Well... In seeing so many hands up, just want to welcome you and also recognize that that's actually part of the energy that we have been moving through, right? We are moving through change and transitions at Unity on the Bay, and that allows us to also expand and welcome new people in. We want to let you know if this is your first or second time that we are so grateful that you have blessed us with your presence and that in this moment, we are sharing a blessing with you. And we don't have to speak it. It's really just about us honoring that you are whole, healthy, beautiful expressions of God. And so we trust that you receive it uh, with an open heart and with an open mind. In front of your seats, there is a connection card for those that are here for the first or second time. We'd love for you to fill that out. And then after the service, go to our foyer, see one of our ambassadors. They're going to give you a great welcome. They're going to give you a gift for being with us. Um, and they'll also be there to just answer any questions that you may have. Now, you've already heard what we've been speaking about <laughs> quite a bit um, this morning and actually for the last couple of weeks, which is that we are in a time of great change at Unity on the Bay. So I hope that everybody uh, that came in this morning received one of these sheets. Um, in one side, there's just information or uh, some of the things that we'll be discussing in the next couple of weeks as we go through the pages of Finding Yourself in Transition as our uh, series. But there's also some very important dates on the back of that. And Suzanne and I already shared quite a few of those dates with you. Uh, but just want to remind you that in our foyer, there's an opportunity for you to share your blessings and your gratitude with this facility, with this building, and write something on there. Uh, Neil Donald Walsh was here um, over the weekend, and he left a nice message in the garden room. You can go and check that one out if you um, feel called. We do have the uh, special event in our bookstore uh, for Elena Iglesias and the unveiling of her book. And in the garden room, we also have a sacred circle. The Congregational Care Ministry is creating the space for you to just share what it is that you feel called to share or feelings that you may be experiencing as a result of the shifts and changes that we are moving through in this community. Also want to remind you that on Sunday, March 10th, which is next Sunday, uh, Martha Creek will be with us. She will be sharing a workshop on managing change. So more information is on that sheet. More information is going to be is on our website. Make sure that you look at our e-newsletter um, very clearly and specifically for updates because the reality is, is as, as we're moving through change, change is happening at a very fast pace and we can hardly keep up with the new news to share with you guys so make sure that you look at that and as i sit with all of this change i do recognize that it's not just what we are living here at unity on the bay this accelerated change is happening all around us you know i i, I share that 
I've been in my same office for the last 14 years, right? The same four walls that I've been um, in, and it's been a great blessing. And I realized that that's very different because the reality is that maybe two generations ago, people were having maybe one or two jobs in a lifetime, right? Do you know that the average time now is four to six years before somebody moves to another position or another job? It's crazy to me sometimes, but it's just an expression of how things are just being accelerated. We are living in changing times, and they're happening faster, and they're happening in more profound ways, which is why I'm so grateful that we can come here and that we can be a part of a philosophy and an understanding that, yes, things are changing all around us, and there is something that is always unchanging. There is something that does not change. There is something that does not shift with our experience of life. There is something deep within us that can never, ever be changed, that can never be taken away from us. And that understanding, I think, is part of the comfort that we are invited into as we move through change. I realize that as we move through change, it can be difficult. It could be challenging. I also realized, I don't know if it's happened to you, but when we said yes to this change here, all of a sudden I found myself changing in my personal life also. I found people around me going through many different shifts. Like I said, it's just, I think we just said yes to being transformed <laughs> as a spiritual community, and the universe said, well, here you go. Here's some more, right? People experiencing that in their lives? How many of you are going through some sort of transition in your life? You're in the right place at the right time with the right people. So um, a couple of weeks ago, Reverend Chris shared with you that our Unity co-founder, Charles Fillmore, once said that if he hadn't named the movement Unity, he would have named it Change. Now, as I sat with that, I was really grateful that he named it Unity. Well, part of that, though, is because I realized that calling it change would have been naming a process. And as much as I love the process, I much more love what I am called to be in that process. Unity. The highest potential in that process of change, of transition, is for me to be embodiment of unity as I step into change, as I move through change. And God willing, it is my prayer that as a result of change, I deepen my understanding of unity, my unity with the God of my being, the unity that I have with all that is true and unchanging within me, the unity that I feel with the people that I'm moving through these changes with that hold my hand and I get to hold theirs through these life changes, transitions, and shifts. Neil Donald Walsh uh, was here um, over the weekend, like I said, and I love it because he's one of my spiritual mentors. I just really glean a lot from what he expresses. And as I think about this highest potential that is within change, the, what is being called forth from me, and that I want to step boldly into, his um, message resonates at a very deep level. He says, a life lived of choice is a life of conscious action. A life lived of chance is a life of unconscious creation. 
Now, I don't know if there's anything wrong with either of those, and I really love and appreciate the opportunity to be conscious as I move through life, to not only uh, react to the changes that are happening around me, but be able to respond and be actually the catalyst by which those changes are taking place because those changes truly are evolution, an involution to that truth that I talk about that doesn't change. As I sat here at the earlier service, I just had a thought, I had an inspiration for myself that I don't want change to happen to me. I want me to happen through change. I don't want change to happen to me. I want me to happen through change. I want me to burst out of me. I want me to express through and as me in these moments of change. I want to be the catalyst by which this evolution shows up. I want to be the one that is open to the guidance, to the wisdom of spirit that has created these experiences of change and transition in my life which is why I'm so grateful (laughs) that we are going through this uh, series of finding yourself in transition because, you know, I want to experience life in this way. um, And I find it very valuable to have a roadmap on how I am able to fulfill that vision. And so in the first pages, Robert Brummett, the author of Finding Yourself in Transition, says, this book has two objectives. One is to offer an alternative model for navigating one's way through life's transitions, to provide somewhat of a map for the journey. A second and perhaps more important objective is to help the reader discover that a major life transition is an opportunity for transformation, a transformation into entirely new life. A transition is an opportunity for spiritual rebirth if we see clearly and respond wisely. So how do we respond to change? How is it that we, what is the relationship that we have with transitions in our lives? And when I talk about, and when I feel myself in this process, right, of gleaning something that I am, the truth of my being through this process, I don't also, um, I recognize that it's not about not feeling things through the change, through the transitions, right? I may feel some anxiety. I may feel some fear. I may be sad. I may be emotional. And that's okay. You know, for me, this roadmap is really about just lessening maybe some of that fear, lessening some of the resistance to change, And even if there is resistance and there is fear and there is anxiety, to be able to use it, to be able to acknowledge that it's there and know that there's a deeper meaning for why it's there and that that meaning is to remind me of my truth. You see, all these changes, all these transitions to me are really about recognizing how we are defining ourselves, right? Because for so many years of my life, actually, that makes it sound like it's in the past. And let me just tell you, it's in my present. (laughs) I continue to define myself based on the relationships that I have, the situations that I'm involved with. Does that sound familiar to any of you, right? How many of you have, well, actually before that, um, 
let's just take a moment to be grateful for the fact that we have moved through transitions. I want you to get this, which is something that is so clear for me. If we're in this room, we have moved through mountains. We have moved through challenges. And we have experienced, whether we're aware of it or not, that deep courage of our spirit, that deep strength that has allowed us to be here. So, If any of you have gone through any transitions in relationships, pat yourself on the back. Anybody uh, gone through transitions at work, pat yourself on the back. In your home life, pat yourself on the back. How about in finances and in business, pat your, there's people going like this, right? (laughs) Well, while you're doing this, now also just give yourself a hug. Because you know what? It could most likely was challenging at some point. It was hurtful at some point. So love on yourself, be gentle in yourself, and know that in this moment, as that song at the beginning said, today is the day that you are able to look at those transitions, maybe in a different way. You know, I think of the transitions that I've gone through in my relationships, for example, and without guilt or shame, I look back on those and say to myself, Man, I mean, I'm grateful for where I'm at, I'm at here and now. And if I only had the opportunity and the consciousness to be able to look at those shifts and changes as they were happening, as an experience that was bringing me to recognize the truth of who I am and how I am defining myself in that truth, it would have made it a lot simpler. My... Um, current relationships would have been happier too, right? (laughs) But you see, um, all these different ways in which we have defined ourselves, we have defined ourselves as a husband, as somebody who does X work at my job. I have defined myself as somebody that makes this amount of money. As soon as things change, it's an invitation to recognize that those things aren't the definition. They aren't the truth of me, right? They are maybe the ways in which the truth of me is expressed out into the world. The truth of me is that I am unchanging. I am that God force. I am that God strength. I am all the good that is here is now. And it just so happens to express in a relationship. I am the embodiment of all that is. And it just happens to express at work. And If then the ways in which it expresses changes, still I can hold true to the truth of my being, that I am unchanging, and that that is the role that I am playing here. Here and now, I am moving that godness that I am into expression, and I can rest assured that then my life and the situations that I am part of are just reminders of that truth. They are the ways in which one of the things that Neil Donald Walsh said over the weekend was that um, in order for us to know ourselves, we also have to know what we are not. Who and what we are sometimes needs the contrast of who and what we are not. And those life changes and transitions remind us of who we are not so that we can move deeper into who we are. So when we think about how we deal with change, really this series, the changes that we are moving deeply into as a community and individually, the reminders that we can shift the paradigm. How are we responding? How do we react to change in our lives, right? And 
I don't know about you, but there's like multiple choices. And depending on where I am in my life in that moment, I run the gambit of them, right? Like I've moved through a change and wanted it to just, just run right through it. Not look to the left, not look to the right, but just get to the end, right? Anybody experienced change like that? Don't want to deal with it, right? Push right through. Then another way of not dealing with it and being in fear and getting stuck in a change and not wanting to move forward, not wanting to allow that to direct my direction and my, you know, to own the guidance of moving through it. Has fear made you feel stuck at times? Right. For me, again, this is just an opportunity to recognize and the way in which I am shifting the ways in which I'm seeing change and transition is that the change and transition itself is God. The shifts and transition is that wisdom that makes me recognize the truth of my being. The changes and transitions are the expression of that divine wisdom and guidance that has created something in my life to tell me, stop. Look at who you are. Look at how you are defining yourself. Deep, go deep within you and know your truth. Don't let anything that is shifting, anything that is changing outside of you define not only your life, but who and what you know yourself to be. And Neil Donald Walsh actually says that life begins at the end of your comfort zone. It is in those moments where we are on the precipice of change that we really can get uncomfortable. Amen? And as I think of that, right, I can be at the edge of my evolution. I can be at the edge of an opportunity. And I can think of myself as in fear of falling into the abyss. But I could also experience that leading edge of evolution as the moment that I take off, that I begin to fly, that I begin to recognize and to express who it is that I am and who I have come here to be. And so it is really interesting to be moving through this time of transition and to be at that edge and have that choice. And the question is, which way are we going to choose? How are we going to choose to live life? For life is change, right? Uh, Robert Brummer, one of the things that he says is, to resist change is to resist life. So rather than resist, how can we really become empowered and embody what we truly are through that? One of the things about change that sometimes makes us uncomfortable is, as Dr. Viktor Frankl says, one of our um, fundamental impulses is to search for meaning. And sometimes that's what change brings up for us, right? Like we don't know what's out there. We don't know what the meaning behind a certain change, why somebody broke up with us, why we didn't get the right job, why X and Y and Z didn't happen. And sometimes we, just not having that meaning is what really brings about the resistance and the fear in transitions and in change. And what if we can change the paradigm? What if we can shift and recognize that there is the meaning and the meaning is deeper than we've ever experienced. The meaning is that it's just part of our evolution and our involution to remember our truth. As expansive, as deep as that is, 
every single life experience, whether we fear it or whether we welcome it in open arms, is an opportunity for us to live our truth. You know, I, I, I talk a lot about action because that's just who I am. <laughs> and I love uh, meditation. I love prayer. And it is through life that that meditation and that prayer comes alive. It is in through life and the changes that life brings that bring that awareness into embodiment. And so to remember that at all times while we're moving through this paradigm shift, in John 12, 24, it says, Very truly, I tell you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains just a single grain. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Are we willing to be the fruit of spirit? Are we willing to, well, I don't know if I, the word is coming... Are we willing to be that juicy fruit, <laughs> right? Are we willing to taste life in that way and recognize that we are what creates life in that way? We are what makes that life worth living. We are what makes that life an opportunity for a deepening. We are what makes that life part of the evolution for us to remember our truth. And we got to live in the mystery. I mean, Yes, I just talked about the meaning for me in these changes being about remembering the truth of who I am and my own evolution. And the outer expression of that can be a mystery. And we're helping you quite a bit with that these days, right? How many of you love the fact that in that sheet that has our last service at Unity on the Bay in this location is Sunday, uh, March 17th? Tentatively. <laughs> Our first Sunday at Temple Israel is Sunday, March 24th. Tentatively. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> we are in the mystery together. But how comfortable it can be in how uncomfortable we can sometimes be in the mystery to be able to walk that mystery together. That is why I'm also grateful that we walk this journey together. That is also why I'm grateful that in that evolution that change, that change brings into our life, we found the people to walk those changes with. We found the people, the community that supports us and that reminds us that there's something deeper at play, that change is God. And that God is here to remind us, remind us that we are the expressions of that. We have a new uh, pet since Christmas. We got a, um, a bearded dragon at home. And uh, yes, the bearded dragon does all the gross things that a bearded dragon lizard does, including shedding. You know, and the first time I found, I didn't know that a bearded dragon shed, by the way, but uh, the first time I found some skin, right? You know, so it grows out by it, and I like fall back on that because it really reminds me, part of the evolution of that bearded dragon is to shed old skin. The old ways in which we have defined ourselves no longer serve us. The old ways in which we have allowed the world to define us no longer serve us. So we are shedding those skins and we are rebirthing anew. Now, Neil Donald Walsh, if you were here on Friday, um, gave us a couple of questions to really ponder on in the morning at nighttime um, to remind us of what it is that we're really here for. And as I sat this morning with um, the talk, those questions were really present for me. 
So I wanted to share those foundational questions with you. The first one was, who am I? Now, there's no right or wrong answer in this, but as I move through transitions and through changes, I'm invited to ask myself, who am I? I am somebody moving through this change. I am somebody with a little bit of fear, a little trepidation, a little sadness. And if I keep going and I keep inquiring, I move to the place of, I am the expression of good. I am the way in which God becomes alive. I am the child of all that is perfect and whole. Where am I? In the midst of a changing world. In the midst of a changing life. And that's okay. Why am I where I am? For me, the answer is simple. Because I chose to be here so that I would remember my truth. Because I wanted to experience myself in a deeper way and I needed a change, a shift, a transition to remind me of my wholeness, my light, my being. What do I intend to do about that? Live it. In every moment, in every change, live it. So we're moving from this location. It's a wonderful opportunity for us to really embrace change as a part of our spiritual evolution. You know, if you're one of those people that um, just thinks of it as a change in address, wonderful, right? And I think the juiciness comes from it's a change in address and it's an opportunity to remember that these walls don't define what unity on the bay is. That we are not limited by an old definition of being at 411 Northeast 21st Street. That we are, in fact, the truth of our being as a community is that we're a divine idea in the mind of God, that we are love, that we are light, unencumbered. And if we can get that from this move, from this process, imagine the ways in which you will be blessed by getting that from every transition, every change that is happening for you and with you at the individual level. That's the juiciness. That's where life comes alive. That's where we become not only aware of our truth, but we embody it and we live it in deeper ways. Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and bold. Have no fear or dread of them, because it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not fail you or forsake you. There is no failing. There is no forsaking there is a deepening taking place. So my invitation to me, to you, and to us is to not let change happen to us, but for us to happen in deep ways through change. God bless. Thank you again, Reverend Juan, for reminding us that you stand with people like Gandhi who shared to have us be the change we want to see in the world. How many of us are willing to embrace change? All of us? Say after me, we embrace change. We embrace change. 
We embrace change. One more time, a little more enthusiasm. We embrace change. And with that, now is our opportunity to actually put our money where our mouth is, which is to offer what it is that we want to have after we've received such wonderful spiritual music and spiritual food for our souls that you offered to us today. So in order to be able to give in front of you, there are envelopes. And if you choose instead to go green, please text us to at UOTB up there, 73256. And that way you don't have to actually use any paper. We'll give you a moment to have a sacred experience with what you're going to share with us today. We want to thank you for your gift, and we want to bless these gifts together. And our love offering will pop up there momentarily. There we go. Divine love that I am blesses all that I give and all that I receive. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Positive Spiritual Living Podcast, brought to you by Unity on the Bay, a spiritual community located in Miami, Florida. Unity on the Bay is supported by the generosity of its community. If you'd like to make a donation or learn more about Unity on the Bay, please visit unityonthebay.org. You can also follow Unity on the Bay on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for even more positive spiritual inspiration. Until next time, thanks for listening and many blessings. Namaste.